1: And today we're going to talk about a topic that I know I've mentioned a a handful of times over the five plus years we've been on the show, but here's the importance of this. So you guys have heard me mention uh, Grant Cardone before, and if you don't follow him, I would suggest you do. You're not going to agree with everything he says and does, but he does have some really good points. And one of the things he talks about that is so critically important and has been important for him to build his business into what he's built it into um, is one of the things, one of his famous slash infamous quotes is that best known product or best known service beats the best product. And he doesn't mean to have a crappy product. Of course, he doesn't mean to have a crappy service, but what he's saying is, you know, think about it. And the example I, I like to give, um, which is maybe a little bit unfair, but maybe not is McDonald's, right? Is McDonald's are they popular because their hamburgers are like, you know, Kobe burgers and they're like the best thing ever. No, They're the best known. Where do you go anywhere that you can't find in McDonald's? Frankly, everywhere in the world. Um, And so they're the best known. So how do you make that happen, right? As small business owners, we're trying to get uh, media, you're trying to get attention. How do you get attention? Well, one of the ways to get attention is through the media. And so that's why we have this week's guest and you guys are gonna love hearing from Michelle. So uh, Michelle is is an award-winning writer and storyteller to the media. That's gonna be key for us, okay? Uh, Michelle Tennant-Nicholson, in her 30 plus years in the field, which I can't believe you must've started when you're like five years old, Michelle. Um, She has seen PR transition from typewriters to Twitter. She's here today to talk about the difference between paid, earned, and owned media. So we're gonna learn all about it. So Michelle, welcome to the show.
2: I am so glad to be here. And I am one of those rare females who I don't really care. I'll tell you my age. I did start PR when I was 20 years old. I'm now 52. So I've been. They like to say that I've been uh, doing PR since uh, typewriters to Twitter. I've actually seen it transition between those two tools. Believe it or not. So, yeah. Stoked to be here.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. really glad to have you. Um. And uh, it's funny you say typewriter. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of folks that are are listening or watching right now, and they're like typewriter. What the heck is a typewriter? Like?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> and I- is the one that had like two or three cover letters on it. And like, remember, like we forget,
1: Yo, I do. right? It's I, had, like- I remember, Michelle, I remember, you probably did too. So I'm 50, I just turned 51. So we're, we're right in the same ballpark. Right. I, uh, I remember in high school, we had to take a typing class. So even even as a, as a, as a male, as a dude, I had to take a, a typing class. And I remember um, having the goal, I wanted to be the fastest, best male typer in the room. And then being the fastest male typer in the room, because I've always been very competitive, uh, you know, I was better than a lot of the females. So I really was starting to feel pretty good about my typing skills. I probably shouldn't admit that. That's okay, I'm I'm securing my manhood. I'm okay with it.
2: (laughs) You should be securing your manhood. And actually just for fun fact, if you're coupled up, uh, one night, I will prom, it's, it's, it's surprising, I know, but my husband and I were talking about who's the fastest typist. And so after dinner, we actually got on the computer And we looked up typing test and then we like competed against each other. I was quicker. I was over a hundred words a minute. And he was like, wow. So um, just a fun little thing you all can do tonight with your lover.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, Mrs. Biz, I think, uh, I think I would, oh man, maybe I shouldn't say this. She might kick my butt. Uh, I think I would beat her. She's a, she's a two finger. She's a nurse, so she has to oh, input stuff. Oh,
2: yeah, you'll definitely beat that. But
1: I do I do a lot more typing, I think, nowadays than than she does. She's she's way better at like 90% of everything else. But um, I think I'd probably get her at the typing. But no,
2: you, let me know. Uh, you take the test and then you let me
1: know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll have to do that. And by the way, I, I back I'm I'm a probably a four-finger typer. I, I'm definitely not like a real a real typist anymore. But I, I use I'm not just two fingers. I probably use four, eh, maybe slide in a, a fifth or six here and there, but Uh, But anyway, I don't want to talk about that. So, let's, (laughs) Michelle, let's talk about your, let's talk about, I guess, let's start with your entrepreneurial journey. What, What sort of, from typewriter to Twitter, what's that journey been like?
2: Well, it's really interesting. I started a PR, learning PR in Chicago when I was in theater school. It's how I put myself through college. I was working for a WGN producer, and she was working in 1989 out of her condo. So before virtual, like really before virtual homes, right? Like businesses. And I learned the ropes of how to just call into the uh, press room, pitch a story that's for the good of the public and get it placed. And one of the things that we did was expand franchise markets for franchisors. And we would go to a new city and say, hey, so-and-so is expanding their business in this market and they're looking for franchisees, wouldn't you like to be the one? You know, the best way to describe it today is like your reality shows where they come to a city and then they audition people, mm-hmm. the same similar thing, but it was fun for the press and then they would cover it and then it would get that business owner press. Fast forward after I get, a, uh, I get my theater degree, I got a master's degree in human development, could have been a therapist if I wanted to, but instead, I chose PR and my master's degree, believe it or not, Mr. Biz, is actually covered the original father of PR. Do you know who that is? I do not. So the granddaddy of public relations is the nephew of Sigmund Freud and his name is Edward Bernays. And so the connection between our psyche and what motivates us as human beings and marketing has been set forth for over 100 years. And that's what we're all playing in today as capitalists, right? We're just really inside what Edward Bernays taught us after he read his uncle's book about um, the intrinsic desire that we have as human beings and what motivates us. So at the end of the day, what I'm out to do today is actually impact a positive news cycle. I know that we're always so Um, Like, what do we do? How do we get into the news cycle? And it's so negative anyway. Why would I want to? It's because as human beings, we're storytellers. And so that's why I call myself a storyteller to the media. And why I don't burn out as a publicist is because I'm just really telling stories. I'm telling the business owners who come to me and they tell me their backstory or what they, how they actually created the wonderful products that they're selling. That makes for great reading and for great uh, cover stories and, you know, whether you're a radio producer, a TV producer, or a magazine editor, or a daily newspaper journalist, they're looking for everyday business people and how they're actually getting business done and what motivates them, you know?
1: That's, Absolutely. That's and, and, Michelle, one of the things I find is that, especially with, you know, we've been doing Mr. Biz Radio now for, you know, five, five plus years, is that when I talk to people and I go, oh, my gosh, I got to have you on my show. Like, that's great. And they go... No one wants to hear about that. I'm like, no people do. Yes, they do. People want to hear that story. They want to hear how you, you know, were down to your last ten dollars, and you, you know, you did this and you did that, and now look at this, you know, what you built and things like that. And people want to hear those stories, absolutely, hundred percent. So, you being and and actually, I would I would think that your master's degree probably helps you in doing what you do because you understand a little bit more of. Of, of human development and, and how to speak to people and how to how to move them and, and how to tell stories to them, obviously. Indeed, so
2: that's true.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, good stuff here, Michelle. So um, we're going to hit a break here. So again, this week we're talking with Michelle Tennant Nicholson. You can find out more at WasabiPublicity.com. That's WasabiPublicity.com. Um, and we're going to come back after the break. We're going to get the Mister Biz Tip of the Week, as we always do, at the top of the second segment. And we're gonna to talk to her a little bit more and we're gonna learn more about the difference between earned, paid, and owned media because there's a difference and it's very important.
2: Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live.
1: Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at mrbizsolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business.
0: Check out both of Mister Biz's national best-selling books, "Pathway to Profits" and "How to Be a Cash Flow Pro" on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mister Biz.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. It's time for Mister Biz Tip of the Week. This week, the tip is a quote, and this is a new one. I know I, I share quotes on the show uh, quite a bit uh, when I find something that kind of moves me or resonates with me. I like to share it with you guys. Um, and this one is by a guy. If you have not heard of him, and you may not have please do me a favor. If you do nothing else for, for, for this show, please go out and look up, first of all, Wasabi, wasabipublicity.com, Michelle's company, and go check out this the guy who's the, this week's tip, the quote, Dan Pena is his name. He calls himself the billionaire maker. Now imagine someone who has the ego to call themselves the billionaire maker. Okay, um, I'm not sure how old Dan is, but I'm I, I'm guessing he's probably late 60s. He might even be 70 years old. This guy is a trip. I mean, he is—he's over the top, but he, he's very interesting. though, he's very entertaining. And his—and and the tip I love, though, um, and it's rare. You, if you go out and watch any of his YouTube videos, you'll see um, if if uh, profanity bothers you, scratch what I said. Don't look him up. Uh, he's very profane, uh, but uh, the tip doesn't have any profanity in it. His tip is: show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And it's really a takeoff of, uh, Jim Ron said this long ago, the rule of five. The five people you spend the most time with really determines uh, a lot about what you do, what you, what, how successful you are, how unsuccessful you might be. You're hanging out with people who maybe aren't as ambitious and things like that. So uh, it is very important. And I'm telling you, I, I when I was you know 15 years old, I probably thought it was crazy if someone told me that when I was 20, 25, I'm like, eh, maybe. Now that I'm older, I'm like, oh my gosh. I tell my kids all the time, the biz kids, like, holy crap. Like, this is so important, so important. And even looking back to my teenage years and, and younger years and some of the people that I saw, you know, that I hung out with and or some of my friends that hung out with people that maybe they shouldn't have been hanging out with, good families and they're hanging out with the wrong crowd, as they say. Um, and it just it just completely makes a massive impact on you. So. That's the quote, uh, the tip and the quote, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So keep that in mind with your, your rule of five, your inner circle of five people you spend the most time with. It's super, super important uh, for you, not just your business career, but your personal development, everything. Super, super important. All right, let's get back into talking with Michelle Tennant, Nick Nicholson, wasabipublicity.com. You can find out more there. So, Michelle, let's find out. Let's talk to us about the difference between earned, paid, and owned. Earned, paid, and owned media. What, what are the differences between those three?
2: sure. And I just want to say about your tip, that is so absolutely true. You know, um, one of the things that you can think about in terms of PR, too, is you show me the five media people who know you, and I can show you your future. Good so point. When we yeah. Think about paid, earned, and owned. We want to think about it in terms of marketing. So let's just step back. Marketing 101, really basic stuff. Okay. So there's an old saying in PR that says you pay for advertising, you pray for PR.
1: Okay, Okay? I like it.
2: So that's the first one, paid. Paid media, you pay a venue to get your message out. You have control over it and you pay them to distribute it on their network. Paid, it's advertising. Today, it looks like lots of different... um, internet websites and whatnot, social media and so forth. Uh, Lots of different ways to advertise today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, if we look at owned, owned media, now these, again, you have control over because you own everything, including your business card. Like that's a piece that you're giving, you control the message on that card, you're giving it to somebody else. And these are uh, your social media, your website, your intellectual property, your books, your radio show. These are all things that you own and control now earned media or otherwise earned editorial media. You don't have control. An editor has control. The art of earned media is enrolling another person to put you in their paid and owned assets. You get it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes perfect yeah. sense.
2: And you don't have a whole lot of control because it's an, it's a, you're influencing them trying to get them to cover you. And so that's what the differences between, and that's really all the marketing that we talk about today. They usually fall in one of those areas. I have yet to come across a marketing strategy that can't be placed in one of those areas.
1: Well, Michelle, so that all makes perfect sense, and I, I love how you broke it down. So tell me, in your experience, as a what is the best for? So as a let's say a business owner, or an entrepreneur. When I'm trying to build my brand, what of those three? What are the most? What resonates the most? What has the most oomph? What gives you the most juice?
2: Well, let's talk about what each one will actually do for you. Okay, so first, your owned assets are what converts your people to a sale, right? And your paid is really all about traffic, getting people to something. And then your earned media is really credibility, knowing about you. So, if we look at, you know, most people have heard on the radio when they're driving in a car, they've heard a concert be advertised, right? Oh, so and so rock musician or so and so comedians coming to town. And you're like, oh, good, I want to do that. Do you purchase right then and there? No, you're going to be wait till you get out of the car and then you're going to be like, talk to your friends. And then you're going to go to a website or you're going to call or you're going to visit the venue and purchase tickets. Right Mm
1: -hmm. now.
2: But you're also able to hear about that concert or that show through an interview because, hey, today in our drive time show, we've got this comedian who's coming to town and blah, blah, blah. Right. That's the sort of the cycle that you want also for everything that you're doing with your business. You know, if you've got uh, a business that's uh, whether you're a doctor, you know, you've got public information that everybody wants to know tips about health. If you are dealing with real estate or a home, we all have to live somewhere. So we want your best tips on how to prepare our house for the next season or how to save money when we're purchasing something. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we want to just make sure that your owned assets, the things that you have control over, are buttoned down. So your website, your social media, things of that nature, that they have the messages that you actually want out there. And then when you're advertising, you also want to make sure it's the messages that coincide with your owned assets. And then when you're in interviews, because that's the only time that you actually have control is when you're in an interview. So right now, I have control over what I say about Earn, Paid, and Own, but I have no control over what you're going to ask me next. What are you going to ask me next? <laughs>
1: that's a, Hey, that's a good question. That's a good question. So um, so I, mean, I guess I'll go back. So in your experience, I mean, I, all three of those seem like they'd be very valuable, but and I guess it's probably a difficult question to answer now that I think about it because it probably depends a lot on your business, but which one do you think is the most valuable? important or gives you as I said before the most juice um when building your brand
2: okay I'm gonna answer that when we come after the break because I want everybody to think about that because that depends on your goal okay right that's fair it changes of course I'm gonna say earned but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have my caveat for when we come after the break and I think we'll talk a little more about people's goals in relationship to what they choose
1: yeah, yeah, all right, so so you guys gotta come back and hear the answer to that, first of all. Second of all, we're also gonna continue to pick Michelle's brain, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about the who, what, when, where, and how of public relations. So now that you know the difference between the three, now we're gonna talk a little bit more of, of some of the juicy details, a little behind the scenes on that, and how we might be able to get ourselves in the mix on those some of those things, especially the earned side. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key
0: to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash
1: Mr. for this exclusive offer.
0: submit questions to the show, email them to info at mrbizsolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: All right. Welcome back to the show. And we, we teased it a little bit. Before we get to that, I'm going to tease a little further. Uh, make sure you go out to find out more about what Michelle and her company can do. And especially on the earn side, we're talking about how important that is. Um, we're going to get her answer uh, on on some of that as well. But go out to wasabipublicity.com. That's wasabipublicity.com. She actually, if you go to the website, she has a complimentary PR workbook um, that you can check out that will help you with through some of this stuff. And uh, it gives you a way to also get in contact with her for consultation, see how she might be able to help you, et cetera. So definitely go check out wasabipublicity.com. All right, Michelle, so what do you got? Talk to me.
2: Yeah, so let's talk about your goals because I think that every entrepreneur is in a different stage with their business. You know, they mm-hmm. might be, um, if you're listening right now, you might be beginning your business or you might be very seasoned and at the ready to retire. So the answer to Ken's question originally, which is more important, really relates to where you are in that journey. So if you are brand new, you want to make sure that you're you focus on your owned assets. So your owned media, these are your uh, messages around your website, your what you're saying on social media, what your business card says, how you're introducing yourself. And the biggest thing that people miss with that is when you're in cocktail parties or in social networking events, your elevator pitch. Your elevator pitch should really zero in on what you do. So I, people always ask me, like when I go to networking events, well, what do you do? And it's very hard for people to understand PR. So I make it really simple. I just say, oh, I put people on the front page of the wall street journal. Boom. Right. That's perfect. perfect. Oh, I want that. You want something that crystal, right?
1: And you want, and and by the way, again, here, I'm I'm telling the master here, but I, (laughs) I agree. And, but I think the key for an elevator pitch, especially it's gotta be short. Right. I've been to these things too, and people would, they want to tell you three minutes, and you're standing in a circle of, you're there for networking, right? There's a circle of eight or 10 people, and it's like, bro, you don't have three minutes to tell me your story. Oh. Like, this is an elevator pitch. You got 30 seconds or less. Like, let's be more concise. Number one. Number two, you want that lean in moment. You want to be, you know, that your elevator pitch is rock solid when you say it, and people go, really? Or yes. they, they, they lean in in some way, or they ask a question. That's how I've always looked at it, is I want to be able to tell someone that tells them concisely what I do and makes them ask a second question. If I tell them what I do and they go, oh, okay, what about you, Bob? It's a failure. It didn't do well.
2: (laughs) Do you like to fish? I do. I do. So I like to think of it like fishing and you're putting a bait out there. And then how do you bring people to you, right? And how do you bring potential customers, potential fish, your way, (laughs) you want to eat, you want to put food on the table? So how do you do that, right? And that's how I actually do PR too. We look at um, the target audience, if you will, like who you're trying to reach the mess, get the message to, and then we put pitches out. So I like to think of the whole ocean of uh, target people, whether they're producers or journalists or whatnot, that they're the potential ocean. And then your pitch is your bait, Okay, and then you're reeling it in, right? So it's the same thing like an elevator pitch when you're at a cocktail party. It's got to have people kind of lean and go, well, I want to learn more about that. That's what we do with our paid, earned, and owned. So new uh, business people, you really want to focus on your owned assets and then get into "Well, what are you doing for advertising? And then when you uh, know what your message is and you're actually like, okay, I'm going to sell this, I'm going to make money this way, then bring in earned editorial so that you can actually look at, okay, I want to get the message out by educating the populace at large and how you do, how, you know, you have a PR or potential PR campaign or a potential hook. That's what the news people call it. They call it a hook is, are you teaching the public something for good? Like, do you have good tips for somebody? Mm -hmm. If you've got a tool tip or you want to set the alarm like there's a, you're doing something wrong and I want to tell you how to write that. These are great stories that all TV producers and magazine uh, people want, right? Because they're in the business of selling magazines or selling radio shows or selling TV shows. So you become the content that they can highlight. So if you're new, you definitely want to focus on on, uh, owned assets. And then your paid is next, all about the same time as you do your earned editorial. So they can work in tandem. And if you're a seasoned person, most of the people who are doing a legacy type of work, then they want to make sure that they're giving whatever they've done in their entrepreneurial journey on to the younger uh, generations. That's also something that you then want to really focus on your earned editorial. Does that make gotcha. sense? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and I look at it um, as you're speaking through it, um, Michelle, is, is that, you know, some of the paid and some of the owned, hopefully what that does is that, as you mentioned before, it brings traffic. Yeah. And so let's say, for example, that someone goes to your website and then when they get to your website and they go, holy crap, Michelle has been on the, on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Now, oh my gosh, like, the, you know, it's, it's instant street cred, right? So they right. heard of you, which drew them to you. And now they see some of the earned things that you've you've earned and you've been in this magazine or that magazine or this publication or, uh, you know, whatever it may be. And instantly, right, they don't know you from Adam or Eve. And all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, who is this? Right? And again, it's another lean in moment is the way I look at it.
2: Well, we also we're in a a culture where we really value celebrity influencers and name dropping, you know, whether you like to admit it or not, it's, it makes us feel, Oh, I know them just like your um, McDonald's reference earlier. Right. If we know something and we trust it, then that's going to make us more likely to do business with you. So that's why it's important to show that if the press can trust you, you know, if you're getting coverage from the local TV station, or the local influencer that's inside your industry is really talking well about you, then your customers are going to really trust you. And that's really what the earned editorial piece is about. So, you know, how do you do this? Um, One of the things that you can do is think about your story and the thing that you say that you might say to your nephew or um, a son, right? Your biz kids, right, Ken? (laughs) So what are you going to teach them about business or what are you going to teach them about what you're um, selling or like a uh, plumber or um, a doctor? They're going to be like, oh, you know, this is a mistake that most people make. Don't you do that. That is your pitch. That is what you want to tell um, your press, whether it's your industry or geographic region, that's what they'll cover.
1: It makes perfect sense. And I'll tell you the the real quick example I can give is way back when we first started Mr. Biz Radio, I mean, we had been doing the show, uh, I don't know, maybe six months. And I had a prospective client come to me, they had heard the show. And I remember we were three minutes into talking, just having a conversation. And uh, the, the business owner said to me, he said, you know, I need a CFO, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, let me tell you a little bit, about you know, kind of my approach. And he said, well, you got a radio show, so you must know what you're talking about. Awesome. <laughs> And Michelle, we we both know there are a bunch of people who are on the radio or on TV that are not so smart. Maybe they're kind of, I don't know. I'm just going to throw
2: my it out uncle, there. Listen to this. My uncle in Ohio, right, outside of Columbus in Bysville, Ohio, said, Michelle, you know how you're an expert? You drive 20 minutes from home and declare you're an expert, and boom, you're an expert.
1: <laughs> yeah. there's a lot I mean, of
2: truth to that.
1: But it's so, I mean, its it gives you that instant streak. And then right away, I was like, holy crap, that's thats how powerful this is, that people just automatically assume. When I wrote my first book, people were like, oh my gosh, you're you are a best-selling author. And then there's an a whole other thing. I, we, I can't believe we've run out of time already. Um, you're gonna have to come back on the show, Michelle. Would you of be willing to come will. back, please? Of
2: course, absolutely.
1: Well, I really appreciate you coming on. I, I can't believe we ran out of time so quickly. Go out to wasabipublicity.com find out more about Michelle Tennant-Nicholson. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show.
2: My pleasure.
1: Uh, Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, guys. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king.
0: This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.